0: Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Foy, Pastor Foy, whatever you call me. Here we are once again on this Sunday morning, uh, ready, willing, and able to uh, bring a word to you. Word of God always excites me. I don't know how you feel about it, but it always excites me. And I think we have a great message for you today. I'm going to be sharing with you from the book of Joshua, the very first chapter of the book of Joshua. We're gonna read verse number one through verse number nine, but the focal verses is gonna be verse six through nine. We're just gonna read from one just so that we all can have a good picture of what's going on. But the focal verses is gonna be that what God instructs Joshua. And entering into the promised land. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with us to Joshua sh- chapter number one. Now, I read from the King James Version. of course, you can uh, follow along from whatever version you want. All right? And uh, we're going to just read the scriptures. And then we're going to have prayer. Because we always need to pray the scriptures. to Always pray and not faint. You know, we always have a constant need for God, and so that's what prayer is all about. You can pray anytime and anywhere, and God will hear you, especially if you're plucked up, all right? But I'm excited about this word, this message, as usual. I find no difference and my characteristics when it comes down to the Word of God. I don't know how you feel about it, but I love God, and I love the Word of God. Amen. So let's just read the chapter, verse 1 through 9, but remember the focal verses is verse 6 through 9, and uh, we just want to have that, and then we're going to uh, open up in prayer. Hear the Word of God. Here it goes. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all the people, unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall thread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river of the river of Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your course. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thine life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not feel thee, nor forsake thee. Verse number six say. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou may it observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may it prosper wheresoever thou goest. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may it observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And last, verse 9 says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest." Amen. Would you bow your heads with me as we just go to the throne of God and just pray him in because in everything we do, especially in spiritual matters or matters of faith, we need to always consult with God. Father, right now in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, I'd like to start off by just thanking you, God, for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. And now we get the privilege and opportunity to share your word with your people, God. Oh, God, we are so thankful this morning. God, it's always a beautiful thing to have a word so that we might strengthen your people. Lord, I pray that you work in me, through me, God, and help me to be everything I need to be for your people, God, so that as they hear this word, they may... Benefit from it, prosper from it, God. And God, may it be a blessing unto their souls, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let all the saints say, amen, amen, and amen. All right, guys. We're going to begin this thing. We're going to start it. And I want to give you the title of the message I'm preaching today. I call it, Be Strong and be of good courage. I believe that's a good message for all of us as Christians to be strong and be of good courage. Why? Because in this world, guys, we're gonna go through some stuff. There's gonna be some things and everything don't go our way. In fact, we are number one targets of the devil. And so in order to walk this walk and live this life, we must be strong and be of good courage, knowing that if God be for us, nothing can be against us and win. All right, for he keeps us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. And as a subtopic, I just want to use, for the Lord God shall be with you. For the Lord God shall be with you. That's a good reason to be strong and be of good courage because you have the confidence of knowing that the Lord God is shall be, he shall be, which is future perfect. He said in himself, in his word, Lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of time or this world. Amen. And <clears throat> So we are so elated. Again, we are uh, referencing the ver- uh, scripture from Joshua. Chapter number 1, beginning at verse 1 through 9, but I'd like you to remember the focus of our verses is verse number 6 through verse number 9. Let's get started as we take it verse by verse. Verse 1 and 2 are compound together, so we will uh, read it and then give commentary on it after. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses ministered, saying to him, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all the people, unto the land which I do give. To them, even to the children of Israel, Israel, rather. All right. So here we have Moses; he's he's dead, and God shares this information with Joshua before Joshua and the Israelite. So, the, and he wants them to go into the promised land. Moses was supposed to bring them in, but we all talked about that sometime or uh, in the near past that uh, Moses had offended God and that he dishonored God and and the second time when he was supposed to just only speak to the rock because of his anger with the people he he hit he smote the rock for a second time and that rock represented Jesus Christ the coming rock that was supposed to come And uh, Jesus needed to die only one time. He needed to be uh, spoke uh, only one time. And so Moses failed to honor God because of anger. That's why the scripture tells us the anger of man works not the righteousness of God. But be as it may, please don't get it jacked up. Moses went home and spent the rest of his life with God. God loved Moses. And just because he dishonored don't mean he went to hell. Moses is sitting close to God. I believe it with all my heart. Amen? All right. So here the scripture is telling us that Moses had died before Joshua and the Israelites could go into the promised land. Uh, Moses was supposed to lead them into that, but because of what he'd done, he not. So God needed to take a break or give the people a break because Moses wasn't coming down. He brought the people as close as he could to the land. And then he went back to the mountains. And there we have history that God took him on home. Amen. And so now um, God is telling Joshua to go into the promised land. God had told Moses that he would not enter the promised land because he had failed to honor and obey him Joshua had been Moses' assistant but not now Joshua but now Joshua must take the responsibility of leading the children of Israel into the promised land God's word needed to go on Because Moses is no longer dead, didn't need to stop. So God could not continue his work until Joshua accepted his new responsibility. I like that last part, accepted his new responsibility. God don't force us to do nothing. He'll make a request, and in his hope, He expects us to be in sync with him. He desires us to be in sync with him. He wants us to walk side by side with him, but he gives us the opportunity to make the decision ourselves. It's the same thing with salvation. Nobody is forced to give their lives to Christ. He, He expects you to come freely of your own will And give your life to Christ. And in doing so, the promise is, Lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of time or your time. All right. So now we're going to move on to verses number three through five, verse three, four, and five. We're going to compound them together. The scripture says, every place that the sole of your foot, talking to Joshua, shall thread upon that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses from the wilderness of Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great city towards the going down of the sun shall be your course. There shall not be any man Able to stand before thee all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, even so will I be with thee. I will not fear you nor forsake you. Now, what do you think about that? Isn't that so beautiful to know that you're on assignment for God, by God, who's ordering your step. And for God to let you know The fact that There shall not be a man That's able to stand Before thee all the days Of your life And he said, as I was With Moses, this is God Promising Joshua As I was with Moses And he knew the relationship That Moses had With God, remember It was said even in the scripture That a prophet like unto me shall become after me but he is preferred before me is moses told the people that and he said so moses so i will be with thee i was with i will not feel you nor will i forsake you so here's the promise he gave you like i was with moses so will i be with you But I'm going to add some stuff on to that. I will not feel you. I need you to know I'm constant. I need you to know I'm faithful. I need you to know I lie not. When I tell you something, that will I do. So I will not feel you, nor will I forsake you. You're never going to be alone. I'm here with you. I feel like Michael Jackson right now. You're not alone. God is promising him. I know you might be a little fearful because Moses is gone and you didn't think about being in this, but I want you to know Moses was a good example, but I'm the power and the strength that drove Moses. I will sustain you. I will keep you. I will favor you. All you have to do is go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So here's commentary, what we have right here for these three verses. God is telling them, just as God has been with Moses, the promise is, so will God be with Joshua. Why? That he would be with him also, the promise is. We too can know with all absolute assurance that God will be with us as well. What he does for Joshua is not nothing that God won't do for us as individuals. We have that promise of God also. We too can know uh, with absolute assurance that if God be for us, what could be against us? He is with us just as we have been, or uh, Joshua rather, had been with Moses. God, or God has been with Moses. God told Joshua, just as I have been with my servant Moses, I will be with you. He keeps saying this. Why? Because he wants this young man to know that he will not forsake him. You don't need to be afraid. Be of good courage. I'm going to be with you. You done seen the work that I've done in the past. You walked close with Moses. You done seen a lot. So now I need you to step up to the plate and finish this thing that Moses started. All right? God told Joshua not. Uh, 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 told, uh, God told Joshua just as He had been with Moses. So will He be with him? Victory is assured not because Joshua is a great leader, though. You got to catch that. Victory is assured not because he's a great leader or because Israel is a great nation, but because God is a great God and he's faithful, and he loves his people, and he cares about them, and he wants to nurture. So God is a great God, and he says to Joshua, I will be with you. This is enough for anyone seeking to do the will of God to go out and fulfill it in their lives. All right, now we're on our focal verse. We're beginning at 6. We're going through 6 to 9. Now, if you have not been listening to me, you need to open your ears at this time because this is the meat that you need to eat on this Sunday morning. God told Joshua, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide For an inheritance, the land, which I swore unto your fathers to give to you guys. This is the meat that God wants us to eat. And he starts off by telling Joshua to be strong. To be means to exist, have presence, or occupy the land that I promised. Strong is defined as meaning to be tough, stable, resilient. Also, it means to be physically and mentally tough and resultful. All right. And they talked about good courage. He said when he talks about good, he's talking about high standard or quality. As it relates to righteousness, praiseworthiness and admiration. All right, so good courage he tells them, which means to be brave, valid, a man of valid or, or daring, having the audacity, literally to preserve in the face of danger or difficulty, so when God is telling them be of good char courage, he's telling them to be. Preserve in the face of danger. Don't fear. Don't wink. Don't get afraid. Don't let your knees start knocking. You know, because right? what? No matter what the difficulty is, remember, I am the deliverer. All right? And then God, the scripture said, he swore to their fathers. Now, the word swore means he promised, he pledged, or he vowed. Also, it also means to declare or proclaim. So God is telling them that I gave a promise and I swore that I'm going to fulfill what I do. You know, it's impossible for God to lie. Uh, We as a people, we can't really put that together because in a heartbeat, without even giving much thought to it, we'll tell a lie. Especially if we sense danger behind it. And so we try to get out of stuff. But God is telling Joshua, Lord, I'm with you always. Right. Now, here's the commentary of this sixth verse. Listen to what it says Joshua is called to boldness in God. He's not been called to that. But now, because Moses is gone, he's going to need him to be a stand up kind of guy. You can't be a leader and be fearful. So he tells them Joshua is called to boldness in God. There was a need for such a, a command because even a great leader like Joshua needed such encouragement. You know, so even our leaders, I, I remember uh, in the early days of my ministry, it meant everything for not only God to give me the comfort, the courage to do what I needed to do. But Joshua needed such encouragement. We all need encouragement by God. On every Sunday morning, you need encouragement by God. You need encouragement through the week. And it's always a wonderful thing when God himself can encourage you to greatness. Before Joshua could lead the people... He, too, had to put his faith into action. See, he had to turn that switch on. He might have laid back when Moses was there, but now it's time for him to step up. He had to be strong and not be afraid. God had to work through him and not just for him. Literally, God did everything he promised through Joshua, not just simply to Joshua, because it wasn't just for him, but it was for the whole people that lead. Let's go on. God has given to us all the good things that we need. We must step out on our feet and claim these blessings that God presents to us. And know with absolute that if God promised, God will do So if anything falls short, it's because of the lack of our faith, but it's never God. We cannot stand still. The Israelites could not receive the blessings of God until they move forward. They needed to move. They had been stuck in this place because they was looking for Moses. God had took Moses to the hills and there he took him on home and nobody knows where God buried Moses at. But the truth of the matter, it brought to Joshua that because he done something that I didn't honor, Moses has come home to glory. So here we have the blessings of God Until they move forward, God needed them to move so the blessing can be a reality. All right. And it goes on to say, we will not enjoy the blessings of God if we are lazy or refuse to move. We must move at the will of God. We must follow whatever he say. We must yield to God's will. All right, we cannot simply do nothing. Joshua had to rise up, stand up, and be the man that God was calling him to be. What about you, people? You need to be that man or woman that God has called you to be. And the way you do that, by being not afraid, be of good courage. Why of good courage? Because you know God got your back. If you know God before you, what could be against you. If you understand, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. If you understand that, we can rise up as wings of eagles through the worst kind of stone. And we can still do what God has commanded us to do. But the key is to be of good courage, And be courageous. Knowing that if God be for us. What could be against us? Verse 7 and verse 8 go together. Listen to what it says. Only talking to Joshua. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou may observe to do. According to all the law. Which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may prosper wherever thou go. This book, the book of the law, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein for them Thou shalt, for then rather, thou shalt make thy way, what? Prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. So good success will follow us if we're obedient to God because the promise is God will make us prosperous. And because of that, we can have good success in life. Let me give you a breakdown of these words. When he talks about courageous, only be very courageous. He's talking about to utter, be utterly, be daring, brave, bold, bold valiant, and fearless in what you're about to do. When he say observe to do, what he's saying is to be sure to monitor, watch, take notice of, and even examine. I need you to be courageous because I got some things I'm gonna need you to do, and I need you to observe to do them. Don't turn, don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right. You stay on point. I'm gonna lead you through this. You continue to follow me, and I promise you, everything gonna be alright, man. <laughs> all right. And God say, observe to do. That means to execute, perform, or carry out also act in compliance with God. All right. And then he talked about, I will prosper you. What God is really saying, you're going to succeed. You're going to flourish. You're going to thrive. Why? Because I'm going to be with you all the way. And he said, this book shall not be taken apart from you. You need to focus on it night and day, referred to the scroll. At that time, that's what it was. We like to think of the Bible, but it was a manuscript document or some form of writing that he needed to keep and understand that this would be something that he would have to meditate on day and night. You know, sometimes we have to meditate so that we can have a clear understanding of what God is trying to do in us and through us. You know, it's not always assignments we got on. Sometimes the assignment is just to go to the next level in maturity in our faith. But God promise that if we meditate on that book, there in fact, I'm going to get to, it. look, what he say, depart not from the book, the Bible, the word of God, depart not, which simply means don't leave, abandon, ditch, or forsaken, or reject. Don't let life beat you down till you give up on the word of God. And not only give up on the Word of God, because if you give up on the Word of God, you have given up on God. It's synonymous. It's synonymous. You cannot have a healthy relationship with God and don't have a healthy relationship with God's Word. It's not going to happen. So don't depart from it. Don't abandon it. And I like this part. Meditate on it meditate on the word day and night. The word meditate literally means to contemplate. Give careful consideration to. Ponder. Oh, what about this word? Simmer. We do that when we cook. Why do we do that? Because we want to slow cook so the flavor can develop and get to that place where we want it. And sometimes we do it just to soften the uh, uh, ingredients that goes in, like celery. You know, we don't want to crunch it. We don't want it crunching while we eat it, but we want smooth taste, all right? So God said, meditate on it, let it simmer. Uh, uh, uh to give careful consideration and thought to what it, the Word of God, you have to think about how to use it in your life so that it can be used in glory and honor of God. Not for you to get the praise, glory, or honor, but that you can give it to Him. You know, I don't have a problem with somebody telling me that you you did well today with that preaching, I, I that's a nice thing. But the, my only task is to give the glory and honor to God cause deep down inside, I know it was through his power, it was through his strength, it was through his guidance, it was through his love even, that I'm able to do anything that I do. And the same will be for you. And last thing on there, He says, so will you have good success. What God means by good success? means you will achieve, accomplish, complete, and fully obtain this land. There's not going to be no now. As long as you meditate and keep that word before thee, you're going to prosper. But not only prosper, you're going to have good success. All right? commentary on these verses say, Joshua must take great care to observe the law. God's word and Joshua's commitment to it would be a pillar of supporting for his success. Joshua only had the first five books of the Bible at that time, which we call the law. Moses had written them they prove to be a guide for uh, God's people. It is important for God to, uh, 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 to remember them, for us to remember God's word and to be encouraged by them and to love them to make us strong. I want to tell you that I'm not everything I should be, but I am Christian and I'm a lot stronger than I was the day when I first accepted Christ. I am a different person. What about you? How has God been working in your life since the time you gave it to him? If you have not prospered and have good success, it's only because you have not learned to meditate on God's word day and night and pray. All right? Let's move on. Here, Joshua could also remember things that Moses had said unto him. It wasn't just the word, but there was something that Moses spoke out of his heart that was conducive to the word, but wasn't necessarily written in the word. All right? He had the word of God, which was his guide for his life. So do we. And We, too, must make the Word of God our everyday habit, to read it and obey it. God's Word is a guarantee for Christian success, for our Christianity, for us to grow to full maturity. Not that it promises a life without problems. The Word of God doesn't do that, but it does ensure a life that's able to deal with whatever, anything. That Why? Because it takes full advantages of God's presence and his promises. That's what we're talking about, God. That's what the Bible is supposed to be meditated and read for, so that we can take advantages of what God has presented us with And the promises he has given us in that word. That we can trust that and move on. Now I'm on my last verse right now. Verse number nine. Here we go. Have not I told thee. God is talking to Joshua. Be strong and be of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever thou goest. I'm going to be there with you. Now, that's a good comfort. I don't know how it is for you. That's why we pray every time we minister before every time we minister. Why? Because the number one thing I need is God's with me. What do you need most when you get up in the morning? Come on now. Is it not that you need God? to walk close to you, that you need God's comfort, that you know is going to be a successful day, not because you got up, but because God got up inside of you and guided you and led you, shared with you, blessed you, spoken to you. Come on now. It's the same thing. The word here, command, it means that he was instructed, directed, ordered, and demanded to go forward and not be afraid, he, not to be frightened, scared, or anxious, to be fearful or overly concerned about anything. God wanted him to know, I got this, not you but I got you and I got this and I will do what needs to be done through you even as I work in you. God said, not only don't be afraid, but don't be dismayed. Dismayed means to lose courage through disappointment, frustration, or sadden. In other words, everything may not go the way you think it's going to go, but you can always trust it's gone the way I want it to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes light takes us for a ride, and sometimes it even feel like it's a puzzle, all bent out of shape. But the truth of the matter, at the end of the day, if God be for you, then what could be against you? Victory is yours. Then not only that, God saved by commanding him, be not afraid, dismay. And he say, why? Because I will be with you. The promise of literally being with or alongside of. In other words, like Michael Jackson, if he was here, he would say, I'll be there. God is telling Joshua, it don't matter what you go through, I'll be there to comfort you to take care of you, to strengthen you, to fortify you, to encourage you, whatever your need is. I just need a vessel to work through so that I can get to a particular place. In this case, it was the promised land. Commentary. The Lord's first deliver a solemn charge to Joshua, the son of Nun, concerning the task ahead of him. The land had been promised to Israel, but they must go and possess it, take it. Nevertheless, notwithstanding, Joshua commanded was to be strong, very courageous, and uh, very obedient. Now, as then, we are assured of good success when we fill our hearts and mind with God's word and decide to be obedient to what it says. The side and duration of the task ahead of us, the pressures of learning such a stubborn people that sometimes we present ourselves as. In the absence of the spiritual mentor. But the truth of the matter. Moses was gone. But God was Joshua's mentor. And he was there. Even Moses had to depend on God. So it's just a small thing. That now Joshua has to do the same thing. Moses was heavily on Joshua's mind. At that time. But the Lord was not calling Joshua. Without enabling Joshua. And that's something you can bet on. If God called you to something. He will make you ready to do it. I promise you on that. I had no idea that God would want me to proclaim his word. Never read the word in my life. When God called me. To be safe. When I got saved, I had never read the Bible, not even a sentence in it. And yet God was calling me, telling me he wanted me to learn the word so that I can preach to his people. So that through me, he wanted to reach people. I'm going to be honest with you. In the beginning, I was very afraid because I wasn't a talker, I was kind of shy, but I wasn't a talker like that. You know, and to agree to do something that I had never read or seen or looked at, it frightened me, scared me. And I really thought at that time, do y'all forgive me, that maybe God was making the wrong choice. You know, at first time in life that he probably got it wrong. I'm not the one. Only to find out that God knew exactly what I thought. And he knew how to bring me from one stage to the next to a full surrender. Only God can do something like that. The Lord was not calling Joshua without enabling Joshua. There were good reasons for Joshua to be strong. Can I give you three of them? One of them was God promise assured the victory. His promise assured that in the end, he would be victorious. Number two, God's word served as a safe guide. To get the mission done, to finish what he would start, and thirdly, God's presence serve as a sustaining power. Can I tell you, I am what I am today because of the sustaining grace of the will of God on the life of one that would be called Kenneth Ford. He's amazing, and he does everything he said. Can I witness to you that God is real, and everything he wants out you, he'll give to you so that you can complete the task. It's not like somebody that put a shovel in your hand and say, get to digging. He's more precise than that. He'll tell you where to start digging. So you'll do the greatest work that you need to do even if you have to use a shelf. If God be for you, what could be against you? All right. In conclusion, we too must be strong and courageous in our faith towards God. Just as God kept Joshua, even so, Will he keep us? Why? Because God has already promised. We have that promise. And God can't lie. He will keep us in perfect peace. When our mind is stayed on him. God is able to do everything that he said. He would do not only to us, not only for us, but on behalf of his will and purpose, that he's purpose in us. Come on, guys. Be strong. Be of good courage. It don't matter what's going on in this world, and we know it's a lot of trouble and stuff all around us. But even in the midst of that, God is faithful. And he will do exactly what he said. He will keep you even as he's keeping me. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, right now, I thank you for all those that would hear this message. And my prayer for them is, God, as young Joshua's, they would be strong. And be courageous in whatever task you set before them. God, that they'll learn that they can trust you, that they can depend on you. They'll come to know God that you're God that can't lie. And what you say, you will supply. Thank you, Father, for being faithful. Thank you for even considering such a frail individual thank you for guiding us thank you for strengthening us thank you for being in relationship with us so many things we could thank you for but the best is we thank you for jesus who died for us so that we can have life yeah even life more abundantly. Thank you, God, for blessing us and keeping us, loving us, caring for us. Thank you that we can trust in you and believe you and know with absolute that if you be for us, nothing, absolutely nothing could be against us. We love you. We praise you. We thank In Jesus' name, let all the saints say, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you guys. God bless you. We want to hear from you. If this particular message has blessed you, would you not say something and let us know uh, how we're doing and uh, uh, for your sakes? uh, Because we want to be better. But we want to know that we're scratching your back where you itch. Be blessed and do the right thing by God. Amen? Amen.